I may or may not have uh, been partially responsible for the on three breaking news that Casey Dunn was talking to Arizona. Whenever I put that out there, it was slightly disingenuous, somewhat tongue-in-cheek, just to get the O-State Twitter world going crazy. But since we made that breaking news, it's actually come out that it might be a possibility. (laughs) You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen. You know we're available on all of your podcasting platforms, visually as well on YouTube. Find me personally on X at All Day O State. Today is a day that we get to discuss the idea of Casey Dunn potentially going to Arizona. Now, like I said... The millisecond I even heard a whisper that Arizona was going to call them, I reached out to the DLHS Twitter crew and had them put together something for me just to get O-State Nation a little riled up. Well, after we put out the breaking news, it started to be backed up by multiple other places. And you know I would love to say I've got such good sources that I had to beat on that real early. I did not. I heard whispers just like everybody else. I just wanted to ignite the Twitterverse and get people fired up and the discussion about Casey Dunn possibly leaving. But again, since we put that out there somewhat tongue-in-cheek, several other publications have now come out verifying that Casey Dunn is actually in the running for the Arizona job. As an Oklahoma State fan, I was somewhat surprised to see the amount of people that were super excited. I was also Somewhat surprised to get as many DMs as I did saying, dude, you you got me. How dare you get my hopes up? So from what I've gathered, and we also did a poll, the days of Casey Dunn appear to be potentially numbered. Now, a couple years back after 2021, he had the opportunity to take the North Texas job, or at least it was presented as though he was like one of the top two or three candidates. He did not take that job, and since then we have found out why. The reason being was because Mike Gundy was given Casey Dunn and Rob Glass far more control over the day-to-day operations than most of us publicly were able to see. And he was clearly in over his head. So this season, it's been a little bit more of a conglomerate, right? It's been a group of people that have been alongside Casey Dunn throughout the entirety of this last season to help the, the offense. Casey Dunn was not traditionally an option route style of guy, but he's found ways to adapt this season, which I do think is a good thing for him. You having Tim Murtay and Mike Gundy and maybe, maybe, maybe Kale Gundy at a barbecue helping give some advice, I think it showed throughout the course of the season. I love what Casey Dunn has been able to do. Casey Dunn is a large, 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 large reason why the whole concept of wide receiver you being even close to a realistic thing in Stillwater, Oklahoma. I recognize that. I see the lineage of wide receivers that have come through Oklahoma State that have gone 
who worked with Casey Dunn that are now in the NFL still to this day. And this dates back a long time. So I don't want people to get the misconception that I'm not appreciative or understanding of how talented Casey Dunn is at the wide receiver position. But he has been in over his head ever since he's got the offensive coordinator position. And if the idea was to give more control to Casey Dunn so Mike Gundy could take more of the CEO approach and not have to be around as often, that did not work. Casey Dunn clearly was a little bit in over his head. But bright side here, if you're in Arizona, is Casey Dunn does have a little bit of understanding on how to operate day-to-day for the entirety of the football team, not just one position, not just one side of the field. Him and Rob Glass were very instrumental in the absolute day-to-day rigorous things that Oklahoma State Cowboys have been going through. Now that you have Mike Gundy way more involved than ever before, which has come directly from his mouth, why would he keep Casey Dunn is my question. If you're willing to let go of Greg Richmond, primarily because of all of the returning players equal, you have to get results this year. You cannot have stagnation on the defensive line. And I'm not saying that our D-line was completely stagnant because, again, as we've discussed, when you look at some of the statistics on Big 12, sports.com we're still at the top of the forces fumbles fumbled recovery you know tackles for loss that's style of statistic the problem was when you have 27 sacks and only 11 of them come from the defensive line that means your guys in the back end are doing a little bit too much and if they're having to do a little bit too much it leaves you susceptible in the back end so i understand the need to amicably let greg richmond go hang out for a year or so, relax on the beach if he wants to, to bring in a legend in Paul Richardson. But, or, sorry, Paul Randolph. But if we're going to bring in Paul Randolph because we know we have to capitalize now, then what are we doing with Casey Dunn? What are we doing with Casey Dunn? If Kale Gundy's house shopping or buying houses in Stillwater, all right, and Every single quarterback on the roster wants to stay because of Tim Rattay. There's some options there. Could it be time that Coach Wozniak gets a little bit of an elevation after winning the running back award? I'm just saying that Casey Dunn as an offensive coordinator on a scale of 1 to 10 is like a 5. Casey Dunn as a wide receiver coach on a scale of 1 to 10 is like a 9.5. But we've also heard that he has become a little bit more moody, grouchy over the last couple of years. And I would venture to say that that's partially because he was overwhelmed. But from an offensive production standpoint, statistically, it looks like he can make some things happen. Now, do I think that he will get the Arizona job? I do not. Do I think he'll end up being like a top five, top seven candidate for the job? Yes, I very much do. But again, you have to ask the question for Mike Gundy. Why would you get rid of an alumnus who bleeds orange and Greg Richmond because you have to capitalize, but then you keep the same offense coordinator that has been completely inept at his job since he's been promoted? I just... um, yeah, I want to know what, what, what you guys think. Obviously, let me down in the comments section from the YouTube side of things. 
podcast side of things. I appreciate you. You guys are my peeps. Matter of fact, shout out to all the regulars, a.k.a. my regulators out there. Stay tuned to the end because I'm going to need your help at the end of this deal here. Real quick, we got to jump into the money-making capabilities that you have with FanDuel. Of course, you already know the app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on a wide variety of things, whether it be parlays, over, under, point spread, who's going to score the next touchdown, who's going to win the Heisman, Super Bowl, and more. And you get 150 bucks back in bonus bets right here, right now, guaranteed in bonus bets when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bones back in your pocket, in your wallet, in bonus bets, win or lose. Do yourself a favor. Get in on the action as the playoffs heat up and our main man, Mason Rudolph, is about to grip it and rip it by going to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make your next bet, your first bet, whatever bet, your best bet by going to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Go there now because FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. As we dive deeper and deeper into this equation, of potential replacements if that's the case. And again, I think Casey Dunn getting the Arizona job would be a long shot. Speaking of Arizona, guys, we got to give a shout-out to the Big 12 OG Hateful Eight now member in KU, Kansas University, kept their football coach over the Big Ten national champion playing Washington Huskies. Lance Leipold is staying at KU, but Jet Fish leaves Arizona to take the job at Washington, which does tell me that all of the big, crazy, bad money situations that I've been hearing are going on in Arizona. This validates that to me. I mean, with the ascension of what Jet Fish has been able to accomplish, with all of the talent they have returning and the possibilities of what this season could be their first year in the Big 12, for him to leave tells me that financially he's very well aware of all the issues that Arizona's having. He's also very well aware that it likely is not going to get any better anytime soon. So they're going to have to financially dig themselves out of a hole for the next few years. That is one of the reasons why I do think maybe Casey Dunn is an option here because He's not going to cost as much money as, as let's say, even a, a G.J. Kinney. G.J. Kinney at Texas State would likely cost more money to get at Arizona than Casey Dunn. Not necessarily knock on Dunn. And here's the deal. If Casey Dunn does end up at one of these positions, I wish him luck. But I'll be honest with you. I would favor Oklahoma State in any matchup we have with Casey Dunn. I've been privy enough to know what his day-to-day looks like. Now, granted, if he's actually officially in charge, maybe the hiring that he does can help him right, transcend what he was able to do at Oklahoma State, make it make a little bit more sense. But if it's not going to be Casey Dunn, then it's got to be Kale Gundy, right? The dust has settled. And this season's about capitalization, or at least that is the presentation we're being given by the news of Greg Richmond's departure and bringing in Paul Randolph. That is a necessity for Mike Gundy. 
is the understanding that the defensive line's got to do significantly more than last year if we're going to take the trophies and go to places that we know we can go. The same has to be said for the offense. I've said it a thousand times because it's true. If Mike Gundy wanted to be working 14 hours a day, he would have been this whole time. He didn't want that to happen, but it had to happen because of some of the ineptitude that was permeating around AC Dunn. So you guys know my position. I've been done with Dunn. Just like I was ready to be done with Gundy if he didn't make a miraculous turnaround. But guess what? The miraculous turnaround actually happened. But you're paying Casey Dunn big boy money for what? For you to work more hours? For Tim Rattay to, to be more involved? For Kale Gundy to have some extra barbecue sessions? Why? If you're going to work 14 hours a day, you might as well be the offense coordinator, Mike Gundy. I get the CO role, and you have, for the most part, earned it. You just bet too much money on the wrong horse. And it equaled what it equaled in 2022. This is also why I don't think Arizona would be super intelligent by hiring Casey Dunn. I think Casey Dunn has a ceiling. I think we've seen Casey Dunn's ceiling. I think we, we, we butt our headed, heads against the Casey Dunn ceiling for a few years now. So why would we continue to beat our head against the wall? The proverbial beating of the dead horse. That's what this is. But again, there's not an Oklahoma State fan out there I can find that says Casey Dunn's phenomenal. I can't find a cowboy out there that's saying Casey Dunn is so good, we have to keep him. Nobody's saying that. Because Casey Dunn has not been Casey Dunn since he's become offensive coordinator. So we need to do our part. If we can help Casey Dunn spread his wings and find his groove at Arizona, North Texas, Toledo, I don't give 13 hoots, somewhere, I think it relieves pressure off Gundy for some reason. And it's not production, right? It's not massive amounts of success, but for some reason, Mike Gundy continues to keep Casey Dunn employed. And they've had spats and media. They've had post-game interviews where they put each other down. So it's not like they have like the greatest relationship of all time. So why are we willing to replace a legendary alum in Greg Richmond because we have to win now, but we're willing to keep the same offensive coordinator that has provided so much ineptitude that it forced every single coach to work more? You had to work more hours, more film, more one-on-ones, more stuff because of Casey Dunn. And we had discussions. Why could Kale Gundy not officially be a part of Oklahoma State. Well, when you take into consideration last year, what would have happened with whatever went on in Norman, which the irony there is, you've got all of these legends, OU legends like your Adrian Petersons and your, your D.D. Westbrooks and your Smaj P. Ryan's and Joe Mixons, all of these dudes are all coming out in support of Kale Gundy. 
They've all said a million great things about Kale Gundy. I heard there was a decent amount of the donor base that was not a big fan of Brett Venables letting go of Kale Gundy. But what would have happened last year if we'd have hired Kale Gundy officially in any capacity, as you all know, we'd have heard it from sea to shining sea. The OAN t-shirt, Mike Gundy, and now the you know, rapping lyrics, Kale Gundy, together means that this is the biggest uh, race-sizing coaching crew in the country, blah, 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 blah. You know that's what it would have been, and that, I think, is precisely why we avoided it. I do think that we were ready to do the Marcus Arroyo thing, but UNLV kiboshed that. And then we, we get stuck with Casey Dunn. And to me, that's what it is. But if Kale Gundy, now, I know for a fact, via real estate, Kale Gundy is shopping for storehouses. I do not know if he's already purchased. I think that he has, but I can't confirm that he's actually 100% purchased a house in Stillwater. But he's been shopping. He's been a-looking. So the question is, why? Does he just want to be closer to his brother? Does he, does he just want to hang out in Stillwater because Stillwater is the, the best place in all of Oklahoma? I mean, we know that. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's that simple. Maybe Kale Gundy just needs a house in Stillwater so he can facilitate some phenomenal barbecues for Casey Dunn. It's time, right? It is about winning. Last year is last year. This year, Gundy did the greatest turnaround in the history of Oklahoma State, at least my lifetime. I've had several discussions. Matter of fact, uh, I've got another collegiate coach that I think we're going to be able to get on the program here before too long. Speaking of, we've got a lot of guests um, that we're getting lined up for the show. Uh, I'll cover that in, in the third segment. But again, we know Kel Gundy's been involved. I can tell you with 100% certainty that Kel Gundy has been very helpful to Oklahoma State this entire offseason. Yeah? So it's time to make it official. If it's just an analyst, I don't think it'll be that because an analyst can't be involved in the on-field coaching. And I think that if Kale was to be a part of the Oklahoma State staff, it would be to help on-field as opposed to just an analytical style of, of venture. But it, it, does it almost seem to anybody else that Mike Gundy can't fire Casey Dunn? Like there's literally physically something that's preventing him from firing Casey Dunn. Now, he didn't fire Jason McIndoe when our tight ends have been atrocious until this season. Right? He didn't fire Charlie Dickey, even though our offensive lines have been atrocious up until this season. So I think that was uh, ended up being a good good move. Right? At least it looks good on paper for Mike Gundy. But there's nothing on paper that's indicative of Casey Dunn still being the offensive coordinator for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. We can do better. And again, what is evidentiary proof of that is the fact that all the coaches had to start working more. You wouldn't have to have that. Because if the defense was just a humming machine, and so was the offense, Mike Gundy could do the CEO role. 
And he's earned it. He deserved it. Especially after this season. So now you got to hammer home and you got to get the W. Casey Dunn ain't, ain't it, man. He's just not it. Now he's going to have a, a, a crazy amount of talent in 2024. So once again, statistically, he might actually look decent. We were a little bit more aggressive this season towards the latter half, but is that Casey Dunn or is that Mike Gundy finally saying, you know what? Screw it. I've been super conservative most of my career. Not going to do it anymore. We took chances this year, and it paid off. That wasn't on Casey Dunn. Come on now. Come on now. I know you know better than to think Casey Dunn was the one that pulled all that off. All right. Before we finish this thing off here, guys, make sure you stick around. I'm going to need a little bit of help here. We do have to talk about Jace Medical. Do not get caught flat-footed, no-footed, one-footed, because even though we all, y'all come here, right, to kind of get away from the craziness of life, the reality is still there, and you got to be prepared. And right now, according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of this crazy flu season. It should be slightly uh, problematic for you. And I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if I were to run out of some of my medications. Like physically, um, I do have to take a couple medications that are unfortunately life-saving. With Jace Medical, the supply chain issues are a little less necessary. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including respiratory infections, UTIs, skin infections, sinitis, and more. All you got to do is go to jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will then be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will then be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to stay prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com. Make sure you use the promo code Locked On to get $20 off of your order. Again, that is jacemedical.com. Go there now. Use promo code Locked On for $20 off your first order. So if you watched Cowboy basketball over the weekend, you had a rough day. Once again, this time, the Cowboys got beat up, and we shot like 37% from the free, free throw line. Now, is Mike Boynton Eddie Sutton? No, not even close. But was there ever, even the worst years of Eddie Sutton, a time where free throw shooting was this horrendously abysmal? The answer is no. Why? Because it was an emphasis. These guys get their shots tracked. There's there's GPS trackers inside the basketballs, and those basketballs are GPS tracked to specific players. So the coaches know precisely how many shots are being put up from where, what's missed, what's made, what bounces off the rim, so on and so forth. They have so much analytical input that they should be able to increase their capabilities on the free throw line. Eddie Sutton squad, we didn't have analytical stuff to do all this. It was get your you-know-what in the daggone gym and figure it out, or you sit on the bench. I don't care who you are. 
I don't care if you're Frederick Yomzine or Doug Gottlieb or Desmond Mason or Joe Atkins. If you're not improving in the little, little clutch areas, you will be on the bench. This is a problem that it appears to be percolating for Mike Boynton. He cannot seem to get the guys, for whatever reason, to improve. Nobody has improvement every single year. Love Mike Boynton. I do. I want him to be successful. And we still have lots of opportunity, but it ain't looking, it ain't looking hot. So I'm going to propose a proposition, all right? This will be the first, and we're about to give a first-ever award, which is why I told you all to hang on tight here. But if we lose, let's say, three more in a row, let's just keep my Boynton as a recruiting coordinator, all right, and we'll elevate another Sutton on top of, ready, J.C. Hoyt. J.C. Hoyt should be the first women's basketball coach in the history of, of, of NCAA sports to coach the men's team, too. She literally cannot do worse. We're 0-3 in Big 12 play. We just got our skulls drugged around in Ames, Iowa. The schedule does not give you any breaks in this conference, as we've seen. BYU's had some upsets and been upset. Houston just got upset. UCF has upset some some top-tier, top-five teams in this conference already. Now, we're at the bottom, bottom, bottom. We're at 14th daggone place. What's the, what, what's the harm? What is the harm in having J.C. Hoyt and Sean Sutton just do the daggone thing? It would save us money, pay J.C. Hoyt more money to uh, to run both squads. She's got Jasmine Player. She's got help. We have Sean Sutton, Scott Sutton, sorry, Scott Sutton. We've got help. I'm not done with, with my Boynton quite yet, but I'm so close, so close. Just, if this continues, kick the dude to the curb. Let Scott Sutton run the show. Let J.C. Hoyt run the show. I don't give a hoot. We've got to restore the pride in Gallagher, Iowa, like John Smith and the wrestling squad is currently doing at the moment. J.C. Hoyt, yes, we did drop a game in the fog that we should have won. But they fought to the end. They made plays all the way to the end. We've got one of the best freshmen in America. Hannah Guster showed she has a little bit of range. We just couldn't quite get it done. But never at one point in that game were you so dejected for the season, like what happens in men's basketball. By halftime of most games, you're like, ah, can't wait for baseball, can't wait for softball. Well, now you can say I can't wait for women's basketball. I can't wait for J.C. Hort, Hoyt to take the floor one more game. Same with John Smith, ladies and gentlemen. So we've had some discussions as to why Oklahoma State Wrestling wasn't as successful as it used to be, a.k.a. why are we not competing for national titles and or top three finishes all day, every single day? And it was because places like Penn State 
were bonus points, bonus points, bonus points, bonus points. We weren't doing that, right? We weren't capitalizing on bonus points. We weren't getting tech falls and major decisions on a consistent basis. Dustin Plot, a decent amount, yeah. Dayton Fix, a, a decent amount, yeah. But it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. So now that the wrestling rules have changed, so takedown is now three points instead of two points, that one little rule change is allowing Oklahoma State to do what we haven't been able to do for the last five or six years, which is bonus points. That's how you get these big-time wins, and that's how you score yourself in position to have a national ranking at the end of the year and make a run at a national title. We've got the grit. We've got the toughness. We've got the confidence. And we've got backups right now that are winning. These bonus points are what have been a failure to get. Well, now we're getting them. So it's not just another Cowboy team that can get pretty close, right, that can compete top three at Nationals. This Cowboy team, if we keep scoring points this way, we actually have an opportunity. We're not just winning by one point, two points. We don't need decisions. We need tech falls. We need major decisions. And we're getting them, not only from the starters, but from the backups in top 20 matches. We're not wrestling scrubs. We're wrestling ranked team after ranked team after ranked team. This is the wrestling we grew up loving. We're not quite where, where we grew up knowing to be, but we're getting there. All right. Everybody out there, let's go cheer on Mason Rudolph and the Steelers. And I told you I need your help. We were the only show a year ago saying that Mason Rudolph was way better than Kenny Pickett. Or, no, I'm sorry, way better than Mitch Trubisky. And equally as good as Kenny Pickett at the very least. We've been hooting and hollering about Mason being the guy for over a year. That's why I think Mason Rudolph's next podcast should be on our show. Right? We're not just jumping on the, oh, you're doing great, Mason Rudolph bandwagon. We've been on the Mason Rudolph. You're better than Trubisky by a country mile, and you're equally as good at, if not better than Kenny Pickett, for over a year. So this isn't just jumping on the hype train. We have been leading part of the Mason Rudolph hype train for a long time now. So anybody out there that's got any Mason connections, this is the pod that needs, needs to be on. If, it's not, if he's not on my pod or Keaton's pod, he's, he's missing out. Oklahoma State country needs to see and hear from Mason Rudolph. We on this channel have been pushing him to be the starter all daggone year before the season started. That is why, even last year, there's episodes last year of us promoting Mason getting screwed. And he just needed an opportunity. He's a deep ball guy that for years was asked to do dink and dunk, dink and dunk, dink and dunk, check down, check down, check down. That's not who Mason Rudolph is. That's not what he does. He likes to let the air out of the daggone stadium with the ball flying. And now they're letting him do it. And this is the product you get. So, again, help me out there. We have top five certified, verified, best regulars that return to every show, top five in all of Locked On. You guys are phenomenal. So if anybody's got any reach out there to Mason, I'd appreciate it. We do a decent job. We've got some guys coming on the program. 
how we've got some players coming on. How we've got Doug Gottlieb coming on. We've got some coaches uh, from Oklahoma State and potentially other schools likely to be coming on. We're going to try to fill this basketball season with some guests because you know why. You watched the same games I did. It's rough. It's a rough time for Cowboy Hoops at the moment. So we're going to find ways to, to, to love other things. Right? All right, y'all. So we're going to have for this one right here. You know I love you. As always, God bless. Go Pokes. I appreciate you tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked on Oklahoma State. You could be anywhere. So happy you choose to be here. My podcast and people, you're the bread, you're the butter, you're the base, you're the foundation. I appreciate you. Drive safe. Travel safe. Make sure you go leave a review. Hit them stars. If I give you five-star stuff, hit the five stars, baby. Leave a like, share, comment, subscribe on the YouTube side of things. Follow me over on Twitter. Hashtag DLHS. We got this thing rocking. All right, y'all. You know it. Later.